Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. My goodness, they let the big guy in the big chair as we welcome you in. New studio, who this? Got a big show coming up for you. It's college football, so we get serious. Danny Cannell, friend of the show, is going to join us. CBS Sports, of course, Florida State. Hot in the streets this year. Andy Staples, one of the best covering college football, is going to join. Drew Butler is going to join as well. And Scott Spritzer is going to join us sitting next to the big guy at Circus Sports in our VEASAN studios as we open up a Friday program. Again, I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. And my goodness, I said it before the show started. You crazy for this one, John Goulet. I did have a career before we started working together, but slowly but surely, the big guy has elbowed me out of the way, and I welcome in a very dapper Dustin Sweetelson. What's up, big guy? We had to get extra support for this chair for the big guy to be in the big chair. They had to bring in some reinforcements, nail some extra wood to the bottom, make the triangle. Did you know the triangle is the strongest of the shapes, Patrick? So a lot of did triangles under sh- here. Did you have to use a shoehorn to get that jacket in? Because that looks <laughs> snug as a rug and a bug. You did, did have to like lotion up and slip it on. And once it's on, it's not coming off. Lotion, shouty. Now, as we talk about foot, you got plenty to do. We've got all the transfer quarterbacks starting, not just today, but throughout the weekend. The big guys got some second year head coaching trends that are very, very important. Of course, you got games tonight, a late one in Hawaii with Hawaii traveling back from the mainland. So plenty to do. But we start here. And last night was interesting. We went unders and we can talk about As far as what transpired, not just Minnesota crushing Matt Rule's debut there with a 47-yarder as time expired, but we should start with Florida. They traveled. That's the furthest west they've traveled since like 93, big guy. They should stay there. And we should start to have the conversation about Billy Napier. Um, The discussion is officially on the table. And I'll just quote the great Dan Hawkins. It's the SEC, brother. (laughs) It's not the Sun Belt. 
It's not Louisiana. A nice little career for our buddy Billy Napier at Louisiana, where he did a great job. LSU may have dodged a bullet because right in the backyard was Napier, and a lot of the alum wanted Napier at LSU that got Brian Kelly. And I'll just say this. We'll talk about it. A 24-11 beatdown. Whittingham's team was prepared. You could see the difference. Backup quarterbacks, plural playing in a legit defense. But, Dustin, we start here. This is all about Florida. What the hell has happened to this program? It's year two, game one. I get it with Napier, but that was sloppy. Yeah, I got to put my hand up. Sometimes, you know, when it comes to this betting thing, you can have too much time on your hands. And when that line drops at nine and a half in the summer and I have months to figure out how I'm going to bet it, it eventually moves to seven. I jump on it. It gets down to four and a half. Buy back to five, five and a half, I think is where it closed. And sometimes you can over-evaluate because you're just, you don't have enough going on in your life. And I think that's what happened with Florida, where I can I convinced myself of a situation, Patrick, where Billy Napier was equal to Trey Lance in the sense that we didn't know enough from year one. There was a lot of things happening. There's a lot, a lot of uh, moving around with the transfer portal when a new coach comes in. He's got to get his, his system in place. And... Last night, I think, kind of confirmed what everyone else thought other than me, and now I'm on board as well, is that Billy Napier is in way over his head. Uh, slop. It would be uh, disrespectful to slop to call that sloppy. It was disgusting, mind-numbingly brutal for Florida. And I'll say this, eyeball test. We're talking about the SEC here against a Utah team out here in the Pac-12. Look, just eyeball test, the talent's not there. No. And the penalties, incessant penalties in big spots, and that's why we come back to Napier. He took over a program that was in disarray, so year one, you give him a pass, but he brought a ton. And again, not every team is equal when it comes to the transfer portal, and it looks like he brought in some duds because just eyeball test, Utah was right there talent-wise. Coaching test, Whittingham was running circles around your boy. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean – Everyone loves everyone in the betting space loves Kyle Whittingham. Like for years, Utah's always been the darling of people who put money down because you you just know that you're going to get a disciplined football team. On the other end, we didn't know what we were going to get from Florida, but they kind of proved that they lack a ton of discipline. There was a few scenarios that were just absolutely brutal. So many false starts in big moments. One that took them out of the red zone, forced them to attempt a field goal that I believe they missed. That was that just decimated them. And there's just a lot of, like, they, they had two of the same number on the field on a special teams play. Just a lot of really dumb mistakes for Florida, and that's coaching. Like, I get that Rice Eccles is loud. I get they were fired up for week one. But you can't be that bad, especially in big moments in the red zone, over and over again. And they just look lost both sides of the ball, by the way. Like, that's the thing. It's not like we can point to one side and go, you know what? I think they look good. Utah tried a trick play to start things off and 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 Florida got caught napping. Like they just they, they just didn't understand their assignments. They looked like a horrible football team and it's very rare that an SEC team gets completely out-physicaled by a Pac-12 team no less. Like they 100%. rarely get out-physicaled, but Utah was a million times more physical than Florida ever dreamt of being last night. Close five and a half with Utah laying it. Never really a concern there. The under caches after it precipitously dropped off the opener, closes 44 and a half. There's a couple of good things to take away. It's not just Whittingham, who's been there forever. And remember, there's been overtures from here in Los Angeles and USC. He's comfortable there, and they're comfortable in Salt Lake. 26 of 27 at home for Utah with backups. I'll say this. 
that Utah defensive front is filthy. Sacked Mertz five times. You can have the Mertz conversation, and SEC teams got to do better in the portal or as far as recruiting at quarterback. Mertz isn't very good, but that front is filthy for Utah. Weird seeing Florida try to get Mertz out and using his legs when he's not mobile at all. It was just really odd planning by them. You got to give Whittingham credit too, right? Like they scheduled this years ago when Florida was a better program and to have the guts to play an sec team, do a, do a home and home back to back and to walk away and dominate them this time around. Like you got to give them a lot of credit for looking ahead and doing that. And if you're Florida though, you got to wonder, look, Dan Mullen at the end, wasn't good, but he started 10 and three. He went 11 and two. He went eight and four. He went five and six. Part of the reason his demise started was because Kirby Smart was getting going at Georgia and dominating the East. Sometimes you think you need to move on from a guy and you think there's something better. I think Billy Napier is a guy who is proving that he's not better than Dan Mullen and he might just be one of those guys that just does more with less. When you give him all the amenities that you get at a, at a Power 5 SEC program, he just can't coach him up. It's the SEC, brother. <laughs> Utah goes 70 yards on their first play completely ill-prepared for can't. Florida. And you can't blame it. Gainesville didn't get crushed by the hurricane. Can't blame it there. Again, 24-11 final score, closing five and a half, 44 and a half. The total was never really threatened. And I'll say this, it wasn't necessarily an overly crisp performance by Utah. You know, that offense stalled at times, which you expect with a couple of backup quarterbacks. I'll let you jump in in a second, but there were certainly points left on the field by Utah. Or this could have been much uglier. Yeah, but I, I think the credit has to go to the fact that they didn't have their sixth year quarterback and they just found a way and I think that's kind of Kyle Whittingham's MO it he'll win ugly games he doesn't care about style points he will absolutely beat you in the trenches great O-line great D-line more physical they'll have skill guys every now and then but really they're just doing whatever it takes to win that individual game they put the game and it's a microcosm of the season and they don't look ahead they don't think about what they've accomplished they just focus on the one game and i think that's the biggest thing for Kyle Whittingham is like he doesn't care he doesn't care how it looks 24 to 11 walks away with a win over the SEC they're riding high and they were a team I wanted to take a flyer on to win the national championship preseason. I haven't placed all of my futures yet. I can tell you based on what I saw last night, I am still high on the Utes. Conversely, big guy Dustin Sweetelson, Patrick Maher, Sharp Money, got a pack three hours coming up for you. The two biggies last night. Of course, we just went Florida, Utah. Florida disappoints. Utah advances. Now, Nebraska, Minnesota. So this number, big guy, was sitting seven a couple of days ago, close seven and a half, a cover for Nebraska. But Minnesota crushes Matt Rule's debut there at Nebraska. Remember, Frost, everybody unanimously said Frost was a home run hire. He goes 16 and 31 in Lincoln. All right. This is a weird year. Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. Ohio state played paper, rock, scissors to find their quarterback. Jim Harbaugh is out here acting shady suspended for the first three. Georgia apparently has the best quarterback since Matthew Stafford and Carson Beck, and they're going for a three-peat. Your boy, Caleb Williams is going to win back-to-back Heisman's zip it. I don't want to go there right now. And, one consistency, Nebraska stinks. To be fair, actually a spirited performance under rule, a 47-yarder as time expires. P.J. Fleck rows the boat, gets lucky, a 13-10 winner over Nebraska. Yeah, kind of. Uh, look, Nebraska almost won the game, right? That's kind of what we're all talking about. 
But let's remember how the one touchdown happened for the Cornhuskers. They did a little play where they threw it back to the quarterback. It was underthrown, hit the ground. Sims picked it up, looked downfield. I think some of the defense thought it was a dead ball. Chucks it to a wide open receiver. That's how they got their touchdown. That's how they took the lead. That's why we thought Nebraska was going to win a completely fluky play. Just nothing going on offense for them. Jeff Sims is not the dude. In fact, they have to be regretting bringing him in and forcing Casey Thompson out because at least Casey Thompson can make some plays through the air. I'm not saying he's like the answer either. But this is just more of the same for Nebraska. This is what they do. They lose close games. They do it in gut-wrenching fashion. It's more of the same for Nebraska fans. They have to feel absolutely decimated today. But I still believe in Matt Rule. I think that maybe is a flaw. I think Matt Rule has played the media very well. We had Adam Carricker on the show yesterday, and Adam was like, yeah, you know, he reached out as soon as he took the took the job, offered to come on my, my YouTube show, offered to talk and have a tour of the facility with me. And... I think Matt Rule is really good at getting people like me who are persuadable on his side. I am on his side. I believe he will fix things. But last night was just more of the same for Nebraska. And I, I can understand if they're questioning things after game one. You're saying you have a life leak and it is an affinity for Matt Rule. Is that what you're telling I'm me? I'm a big fan. I love the board tonight. Friday night football. Let's do it. College football week one. Sharp money. The big guy. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Go play intramurals, brother. Updated NFL guide is out now throughout the NFL preseason. What's cracking, big guy? The VSIN experts have been reevaluating every team to give you 
the betting edge. So, and this is incredible. I don't need a script for this because I got a chance to see it, whether it's Stormy or Femi or Wes, literally everybody has a future, <laughs> has a prop. I can hear you, big guy, your mic's on. So yeah, as, letting oh, you know Dustin I was uh, Yes, I know, I know. And by the way, passive aggressively wrote Ju John Goulet, our PD, in an email and said, do you want me to do a write-up? Am I a host? Yes, you're sitting at the freaking desk. Anywho, how to bet using the VEASAN betting splits, football contest strategies. It's all there in the guide. Listen, the guide was great. Updated guide better. Here's what you're going to do. 19 bucks right now. You want to win money? Cost you 19 bucks. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We got you back here. Sharp Money, new studio. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. It's a great Friday. Danny Cannell, former Florida State star, former giant player. Can't call him a star. <laughs> what? You know, you I'm not clowning. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, the dude made the NFL. He's a good friend of ours, but you can't call him an NFL star. I mean, he was he lingered in the league. Fair? Do, you, do you remember we were at a dinner a few years ago, and I, I'm a Giants fan, and we were with a bunch of random people at Michael's at the South Point, and I was telling a story about how, oh, remember the joke in New York at, at a time, the Giants were so bad, we used to say Charlie Ward, who was the, the Knicks point guard, was the best quarterback in New York at the time, and I looked at Danny, I go, oh, no, Danny, were you the one that was quarterback at that time? He goes, yep, that was me. <laughs> and for listeners that aren't surprised to hear that we were at a dinner and Dustin was telling a story, I mean, he's more windy than Idalis, that hurricane in Florida. Like, seriously, the only thing our relationship is about is you telling me, why are you laughing? The only thing our relationship is about is you telling me you did it during the break is the bets you won from the day before. Like, yes. congratulations. What does that do for it's me in your, the moment? Present it's your, moment. It's your fault. It's your, you did this to me. I, hadn't, I didn't place a single bet until I met you June 15th, 2016. I couldn't even have guessed the year, let alone the date. <laughs> You're freaking weird. Let's talk about a get right game. 11 Eastern tonight, Hawaii, Stanford. All right. If you're betting Hawaii, you're insane because you could have got 10 DraftKings opened this 10. I saw openers as high as 10 and a half. It's down to three yesterday, three and a hook. I'm going to tell you right now. And again, there's a lot of emotion with this Timmy Chang program in Hawaii um, dealing with many variables, the fires that have ravaged many family members on the Hawaii football team. And what they do, Dustin, they get off the Island, go to the mainland and play great against Vandy, a 35-28 loss. Now, coming back on short rest with all those variables, emotional stuff going on for this Hawaii program. And here comes Stanford, which is a great unknown. Stanford, you go look at DraftKings as far as the season win total. It's just three because in comes Troy Taylor. After a long, sustained program, it's time for change. And Troy Taylor, who won three Big Sky titles at Sac State, comes in. What do I mean by that? It's brand new. There's a lot of unknown with the Stanford program, specifically on offense. I think the total's been adjusted to a point where we got to come back the other way and fade this team. And I'll yes. tell you why. So you're taking a look right now, Stanford, Hawaii. This number open as high as 61 and a half, big guy. We're down to 55. And yes, it's because 25 mile an hour wins right now in Hawaii. That's going to die down a little bit. You're going to have 15 to 20 mile an hour wins by the time this one 
one kicks off. But what I love is I saw the explosive plays from Chang that run and shoot his back at Hawaii against Vandy. I mentioned explosive plays. Shager was very good. 27 of 35, 351. Offensive line played very well. They play with tempo. That brings us to Troy Taylor and Stanford. This is a complete unknown. I think on a short week, tough to prepare for. But as far as tempo, he and Sac State, FBS-wise, would have been top 15 in the country. He is going to go, 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 Taylor. He's going to play as many as three quarterbacks tonight. Nobody, including you and I, know what's coming. Certainly Hawaii doesn't either. I'm going to go over. Too big of an adjustment on this total. I don't hate it. I I don't have a bet. I can be persuaded to place one. I have about 12 of them. VEASAN.com slash picks right now already uploaded. Uh, When it comes to Stanford, there's a lot of unknown. You mentioned it. Troy Taylor won 30-8 and career. Sacramento State, awesome coach there. But they got absolutely gutted in the portal. Five total starters are back for the Cardinal. 20 players left in the portal. And to the team playing, right, Hawaii played week zero. Stanford did not. Most people assume that the benefit is the team that played Hawaii. A lot of people right. assume that, well, you know, they got they got the jitters out. They, they got loose. They, got, they had real game action. They took some real hits that they would have an advantage. This is credit to Brad Powers and a few others out there. I've seen put this out there. Teams that haven't played versus a team that played in week zero, the team that hasn't played that got to watch the film of Hawaii, so in this case Stanford, getting to see what Hawaii's trying to do this year, 55% ATS in about a 400-game sample size. So that leads me to think that all this money pushing it down to three, it may be worth going with Stanford and laying the three points in this one. Completely unknown what you're going to get, but the pace is expected, Dustin, to be furious. And I mentioned Timmy Chang kind of bringing that run and shoot back. They went up, 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 tempo, tempo, tempo against Vandy and did very well. Clark Lee is a defensive coach there at Vandy, and they showed out. You look at the numbers, you go into the metrics, the explosive plays were there. And Stanford who all of a sudden under Shaw was a bottom 15 pace team, they're going to go now top 15. If you then extrapolate what Troy Taylor did at Sac State, he's going to go. He's not going to change his makeup because he's at Stanford. I love it. I love the overcorrection on the total. 61 and a half. We're showing 54 and a half. Yes, when it comes to wind and rain, the biggest factor is always wind. But these defenses, specifically Hawaii, who got gassed, they're at Vandy in Nashville. Hawaii comes back short week, emotional. I think the ball is going to be up and down the field with a furious tempo. And they're always better at home, Hawaii, right? They're always better. So if the offense looked as good as it, as it did on the road in the SEC, I know it's Vanderbilt, it's still the SEC, it's still on the continental United States, but they're always a better team at home. So you, that, would, that would mean they're going to score more here hosting Stanford. Stanford should technically have better talent. I don't know what the talent level is currently of the Stanford program. But you would assume with with Taylor's past as a head coach, they're going to get up and go. They're going to score points. He's going to find ways to to get them in the end zone. So I don't hate your play of the total going over. Next up, next up, big guy. Fire up chips, East Lansing, Central Michigan. Shout to my friends in the mitten. Central Michigan, Jim McElwain, Michigan State. Now, you could have bet this earlier at 14 and a half. So I'm going to warn you, you're not going to get the best of it. But I will take the two touchdowns. 
touchdowns with the chips. I and like it. McIlwain, I was kind of pouring through the quotes from McIlwain. This is his Super Bowl. He's presenting it as his Super Bowl. It was a down year for Central Michigan, Dustin, last year. Disappointing four wins. However, nine returning starters on D. That's as far as production, 14th nationally. They retooled their skill on offense. But really, this is, to me, about what Mel Tucker's done at Michigan State. You take away 11-2 and two in 2021, he's 18-14 and 14 overall at Michigan State. They're going to rue the day they gave him the extension because last year, all of a sudden, Tucker's Michigan State team stopped playing defense, no pass rush, and questions at quarterback. Peyton Thorne, he gone. He's at Auburn. Noah Kim and Hauser, they're going to split tonight in East Lansing. Look, I, I just love the spot for Central. McIlwain's quote kind of buoyed me. It gives me a good number. You could have got the 14 and a half. I'll still take the two touchdowns. Give me the chips tonight. Yeah, I'm going to allow you to convince me of this because I went into it researching this game and wanting to take Central Michigan. There were some things that I was a little nervous about with Michigan State, but like Ultimately, when I look at this this game, it's a low total, 45. And you can get 14 points with the Chippewas? I, I think if Bert Emanuel Jr. can run around and make some plays, he can absolutely help them cover that, that two-touchdown spread. That's why I lean towards Central Michigan right now. Michigan State's a disaster. They're regretting the extension they gave Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker got an extension because he had Kenneth Walker transfer from Wake Forest, and Kenneth Walker was <laughs> awesome. That's why he got an extension Correct. early. Mel Tucker, nowhere he's been, has proven to be a FBS Power 5 level good head coach. Horrible left Colorado. Goes to Michigan State, has one good year. I do not trust the program. I do not trust the team. And you can speak better to this th than anyone. In the state of Michigan, being one of the directional schools, taking on Little Brother or even taking on the Wolverines, it means everything, right? Everything. Super Bowl. This is Central Michigan season. Going to East Lansing, potentially pulling off a win. Again, I don't need a win. I need to cover 14. Yes. And Michigan State offensively, I mentioned defensively, they were decrepit last year. But offensively, they lost three of their top four wide receivers. They have a good experience offensive line, and Bergen's a solid running back. But again, I like McIlwain off a down year. I like the nine returners on defense. That's a lot of production. You're going to watch the game. There's a talent disparity between Central Michigan and Michigan For State. Sure. That's going to be obvious. But the Central Michigan Chippewas hang in there with McIlwain. When we return, a great college quarterback and an NFL quarterback join. That's Danny Cannell. He's going to be so pissed. We're back. Sharp money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, check out the splits, betting splits exclusive over at vsin.com. Latest betting splits on every game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written, odds, data, and analysis for every game. It's by far the most popular tool over at vsin.com. So make sure you sign up, vsin.com slash subscribe. Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. It is vsin, the sports betting network. Hope you're having a nice week as we get underway with the NFL season next Thursday with my Lions, Honolulu Blue and silver pride baby at kansas city but right now it's all college football and with that a friend of ours a college although we haven't heard from him in a long time danny cannell a florida state legend he did play in the nfl you can hear him 
weekdays, 6 to 9 Eastern, with our buddy Dusty on Sirius XM College Sports Radio and also CBS Sports. What's cracking, DK? Fellas, my boys, what's going on, Patrick? I see you there with the big guy. It is uh, it's great to be on with you guys. I've missed you. You know, I noticed my phone hasn't been ringing off the hook either. So, like, let's oh, not oh, act zip like, it. oh, oh, you know, hey, I don't hear from him anymore. My phone's not ringing off the hook. It is great to be on with you guys. I'm fired up. I got a quick question for you. My, uh, I have, like, I have a should I be worried question. So I just got back from a trip. I was up uh, in New York City doing some stuff for CBS. Uh, was college football last night it was in for NC state UConn and I get home and there's a guy in a pickup truck and he's packing up his truck and he's leaving my house and I come inside and I was like what he was like a uh, like a worker guy and he's leaving and no one's home my wife isn't home and I see him leave and I I'm like what did my wife do while I was gone so there's a mirror that she bought that she was like in our living like in our main room and I think she paid a guy to come hang the mirror. Do you think that's like a, do you think, uh, so it pisses me off on a number of levels. One, it's insulting to my manhood that she didn't ask me to do it. Two, should I be worried? Is that just a cover that Courtney, my my lovely wife is like, she wasn't here. So I guess that's a good thing, but I don't know. <laughs> I've, Danny, Dustin, I, awkward this situation. is, I've hold watched on, hold the, on. I, this, this is Dustin genre. Dustin, I'll let you take this. <laughs> Danny, I, I, unfortunately for you, I've watched a lot of videos illegally with the very yeah. similar premise. And I can tell you how yeah. it ends, but I cannot tell you on the air because we actually are on FCC <laughs> regulated radio at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, I'm going to have to put up some security cameras around this place. Find out what's going on. Oh my I hope goodness. you I hope you and the girls are doing well. All kidding aside, should we be concerned with Napier in Florida? It's not the Sun Belt, it's the SEC. Dude, that was sloppy last night in Salt Lake. So it was garbage. I wish I would have been on you guys yesterday cuz I was all over the under. I thought that game was going to be ugly and it was. And so here's, there's a couple ways to look at it. Like Utah, great team, scrappy without Cam Rising. Love the first play coming out there, taking a shot play. You know they you know scored on that opening drive. Like if you take away that drive, and here's the thing that just uh, Billy Napier's got to be pulling out whatever hair. I don't know how he does it with that little crew cut that he's got, but like they shot themselves in the foot so badly. I mean they just. They gave away so many opportunities. They had chances, you know, to put up points on the board. They'd miss a chip shot field goal. They had a chance to get off the field. You force the Gators to punt, and they have a substitution problem that allows Utah to extend the drive, and then they go down and score, and it, like, makes the deficit even bigger. Um, Just penalties. Every which way you looked at it, it was sloppy for the Gators. I'll give you the one positive. Well, (laughs) the one positive I'll take away is I thought Graham Mertz played pretty good while he was not protected. Like they had zero run game, zero pass protection. He was sacked five times, which is an improvement by the way, from the spring game where he was sacked nine times. But let's see it play out because Utah is a two time Pac-12 champion. Like that's a good, good team, great venue. It's a tough place to go into. Um, I'm not, it's not time to hit the panic mode. I was on Florida over five and a half wins. I'm not that worried about it yet. I did not have them winning in Utah, but I did have them playing a little bit better than that. 
What do you think it says last night, Danny, about a Pac-12 team being more physical than an SEC team? And then second part, do you think Napier is just one of those guys who does more with less, but once you give him kind of the facilities and the, 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 the amenities of being the Florida Gators head coach, he doesn't know what to do? Utah's one of the more physical teams in the country, right? And regardless of conference, and we get caught up in the conference stuff, and, you know, it kind of gets annoying sometimes. And I promise you, Kyle Whittingham is one of those coaches who gets sick and tired about hearing how physical the SEC is. Yeah. His defensive front seven is always good. So, and, you know, especially when you consider the way the game unfolded last year, when they went to Gainesville, they really should have won that game. They found a way to, Utah found a way to lose the game in Gainesville. They outplayed them last year. Cam Rising had a pick going in, like on the five-yard line going in that could have won the game. Anthony Richardson, of course, went off in that game. But Billy Napier's fit, so it's a good question, Dustin, because I think he's he's a good recruiter. That's what they need. They need more talent. If you remember, like Dan Mullen got like run off by Gator fans because he wasn't recruiting enough. That was their issue with him. And, you know, they, they were like top 15 in the country. But they're trying to compete against Georgia, who's one or two, and Bama, who's one or two. And so they were like, what the heck? And it really is a talent acquisition business. Like, you've got to have talent on the roster. And, like, this roster, you see some of the deficiencies that what Dan Mullen left behind. And they're trying to get it up. They have, a, you know, an impressive recruiting class on the books that are coming in next year. What I would keep an eye out for is yes, the season, like you need to see them win some games. They've got to go bowling again. If they get the seven wins, that'd be great. But keep an eye on the recruiting class. If the recruiting class falls apart, Gator Nation will turn on them. They'll make a move. They'll cut the deal. They'll just, they'll rip the Band-Aid off after two years. But if he can keep the recruiting class and like bring in and bring up the talent, I do think he can coach. So I think that's something to keep an eye out for him. You know, like I think he can, I think he can do it. I don't, if you can coach, you can coach. And I think that he's a good football coach. Sometimes there's bad fits, and maybe that's an issue that you could be running into, but I'm not ready to sell the Billy Napier stock just yet. DK, Saban's in a good mood. Does he have a quarterback? <laughs> well, Patrick, he has three. <laughs> but we right. don't know which one we're going to see. So here's my hunch, and I have no idea. I don't think any – Nick Saban – keeps everything close to the vest. He hasn't alluded to anything. Um, it's not a great sign though, when you've got a quarterback competition between two returning quarterbacks in the spring and Jalen Milrow, who we did see play last year and Ty Simpson, who was a highly touted recruit that competed against him in the spring. And after they battle out in the spring, you're like, we need to go get another guy. Cause that's pretty, pretty much what happened. Like they said, we need to go get another quarterback. And then they go back, they try to get Tyler Van Dyke from Miami. He gets more money from Miami, so he stays. They kick the tires on Drake May at North Carolina, two really good quarterbacks who would have been, like, scary good at Alabama. Drake May decides, hey, I got Carolina blood in my family. I'm staying at Carolina. So they go get Ty Buckner, who Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, knew from Notre Dame, but he doesn't exactly strike fear in you. Like, he was up and down at Notre Dame. So they've got three options, none of which look great. My hunch tells me they're going to go, they're going to roll out with Jalen Milrow, the guy with the most experience. He's a electric athlete, as we saw last year when he got to fill in for Bryce Young. And I think they're going to look a lot different. I don't think they're going to have a top five, you know, passing offense, which they've had with Bryce Young and Mac Jones and Tua Tonga Valoa. 
I think it's going to look a little bit more like it did with Greg McElroy and with Jacob Coker, except the quarterback can run. So you might have, I've, maybe I've positioned it more like what you saw from Jalen Hurts before this past MVP season with the Eagles. Like running quarterback, we'll work some play action, we'll kind of protect him, we'll protect his exposure, and our defense is going to be phenomenal. What remains to be seen is if that works in today's college football because offenses, no matter how good your defense is, offenses, offensive schemes and rules are able to put up points. So at some time, you're going to have to put up points on the board. DK, 60 seconds here. Why are your Seminoles going to upset LSU on Sunday? Offense, offense, offense. Offense wins championships. Defense wins championships. Just enough defense. But I, I'm telling you, Jordan Travis is a special quarterback who has weapons at every position. Johnny Wilson is six seven. He's a receiver returning last year. Was a monster on the outside. They got Keon Coleman to transfer from Michigan State. Who, oh by the way, Mel Kiper just moved to number two on his yep. wide receiver big board list. He is. An, I think he's about to break out and be a superstar. Jaheim Bell, a tight end, comes in from South Carolina. He's six five. They've got their running back returning. They've got a veteran offensive line. And I love Jordan Travis. So I think in a higher scoring game, I trust Florida State to outshine, outperform, outscore LSU on Sunday night. I like Florida State to win outright. I know you, know, you can call me a homer if you want, but I like the Knowles in that position. We miss you, DK. Hey, by the way, tell your wife to hit me up if she needs any help around the house, okay? Ah, that's hilarious. Ah, ha, ha. I'm going to go check the security camps right now. <laughs> the great Danny Canal, one of the best guys on the planet. Love you, bro. We'll talk to you soon. CBS Sports, Sirius XM, College Sports Radio. When we come back, second-year trends with the head coaches. So head coaches in year two. We'll go through some of the trends next. Here, Sharp Money, Dustin Sweetelson, Patrick Maher. This is the Sin, the Sports Betting Network. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. NFL season right around the corner. Nonstop football action is in sight, and you 
can get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL right now. New customers can bet just $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Ain't that straight, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use the code SHARP to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SHARP. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, big guy. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, plenty to do. You know, my favorite line, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher, got plenty to do. Scott Spritzer, professional handicapper, will join us. We just had Danny Cannell on. Andy Staples, one of the best for years and years. Sports Illustrated, the Athletic Series XM, now on three, is going to join. Drew Butler, former Georgia and NFL punter. However, he likes to get down, and he's going to join in 14 minutes. Yo, my favorite thing, big guy, from that read I just did, is whoever wrote the script for, again, it's five bucks over at DraftKings. You get 200 bucks instantly when you bet on an NFL game. Like, why wouldn't you do that? But here's my favorite line. Just randomly throw it in there. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> I live my life by that mo- motto, and it goes for everything, not just sports betting. You're, you're genuinely a pleasure-driven human. Yeah, if it's... Like, there's the, nothing no. about you that... There's nothing about you that looks... No. Like bird's eye view from, you know, if any type of angle except, all right, I'm going straight line to whatever provides me pleasure, whether yeah. it's legal or e- illegal, correct? If it feels good, I keep doing it. Like, I know I've talked to you before and you'd be like, well, I have this coming up later, so I got to make sure I get a workout in, got to make sure I eat a healthy meal and eat some greens because, you know, you got to pay for what you're going to do later. And I'm like, no, if I like it, I'm just going to do it. I love how you low-key like knock me down because I eat vegetables and try to exercise. You're like, the that's o- not necessary. It's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're also kind of the only person I've ever seen go to the store, buy the plastic tub of broccoli raw, and eat it in between breaks, just munching the heads off the broccoli. Broccoli's good. Uh, speaking of good, they've been waiting for Brom at Louisville forever. He is... The savior son there. Yeah. Like he's everything. He's the savior. He's the deity. He's everything that matters to the city of Louisville, which is an underrated city, by the way. You should check it out. Now, Jeff Brom, it's a new era mm-hmm. at Louisville. Satterfield, who they couldn't wait to get rid of. Cincinnati couldn't wait to hire him. Now they go from that Satterfield, like run-based Malik Cunningham approach to instant air raid with Jeff Brom. Now the good thing is, one, they hit the lottery, Louisville, as far as the ACC schedule. They don't have Clemson. They don't have Florida State. Two, if you're going to run a new system in the air raid, he went out and got Jack Plummer. You may not like Jack Plummer. He's fine. He played last year at Cal, but remember he started with Brom at Purdue. But it matters to have somebody consistent in that system. Uh, Jordan's a very good back. And then you've got Georgia Tech, who's hosting, catching seven and a half. Brent Key, you can get into the angle with Brent Key. Haynes King comes in from AM, the transfer. They lost, this could be a long year for Georgia Tech. They lost a ton of production defensively. Yeah, yeah, to the NFL even. Um, here's the thing with Louisville, though, that would concern me if I was going to lay the seven and a half in Atlanta, Mercedes Benz Stadium for tonight's game. That is tonight, by the way, if you're trying to get your bets in. Uh, 18 transfers 
It's a lot of new faces. I think as the transfer portal goes on, we'll probably get some good trends over the next couple of years of like teams with 12 or more transfers that start and how they're doing ATS each year. It's a lot of new pieces to work in. So it's not just a lot of transfers. It's a whole new coaching staff. It's all new systems. There's just a lot of new going on for the Cardinals, whereas Georgia Tech, because they made the move midseason and Brent Key finished the season as the Yellow Jackets lead man, they have more continuity. They're not better. I don't think they win this game. I don't think they have the talent, but I do think they're going to cover seven and a half or eight, depending on where you look. Look, they went four and four under Brent Key down the stretch. He won at number 24 Pitt, won at number 13 UNC. I like backing second year head coaches after they've established their system, they got pieces in place, and, I mean, Billy Napier might have proved me wrong last night, but I think Brent Key could be an example of it tonight. You mentioned Haynes King. They have an offensive coordinator I am very familiar with. Do you happen to know what institution Buster Faulkner was the quarterback of? Yo, Buster... That's what we were going to name our survivor team for Circa. <laughs> Dustin's sitting at Circa right now. Dustin, myself, and Samich are putting together a survivor pool, and we were going to call it the Busters. But no, I don't know where your boy Buster is from. Buster Faulkner, originally from Lilburn. What would you say? Pardon you. Buster Faulkner, uh, Val Dosta State University. Oh, so people that don't know, Dustin is obsessed with Val Dosta. Any degree of bake Kevin Bacon that comes from Valdosta State will be pummeled into your brain on this dumb show. Go ahead. Well, because the college football world revolves around Valdosta, Georgia. Everything it football doesn't. revolves. There's even I even have more references later to Valdosta in the show. That is called a tease, as they let me host today. Uh, also, he was coach at Georgia, Central Arkansas, Murray State, Middle Tennessee, Arc State, Southern Miss. A lot of high-powered offenses. Haynes King is a guy who can use his legs. I think he has the ability to keep Georgia Tech's offense in this game again don't think they're going to win but i do think they're going to cover and on the other side you mentioned jack Plummer. jack Plummer's familiarity with jeff brom's system that is the nicest thing i can say about jack Plummer as a quarterback in college football i think he's booty i think he's garbage he's john david booty booty like he's he's general booty booty like he is awful but i do think he will be less prone to mistakes because of him knowing the system today I like I like the Yellow Jackets because they're in Atlanta. I like them because they have more continuity tonight. I'm going to take the points. General Booty, Civil War, Mexican American. Where uh, was believe, General Booty? I don't remember. Him I believe he's from on the, the history books. Uh, he's on the Oklahoma depth chart. Also, uh, maybe a good OnlyFans account to find. <laughs> hey, I got nothing on that one. I would take the points if Force Georgia Tech seven and a half. Remember that one played in Atlanta in the Big Dome, Louisville Brom seven and a half on the road. I'll tell you something about Louisville. Sharps love that team this year. Like yeah. that is a dark. Now again, they hit the lottery. They don't play Clemson. They don't play Florida State in the ACC. That's a big kind of easy runway for Brom in year one. I'm not as high on them because again transfer portal for somebody like Alabama as compared yes. to somebody like Louisville it's a different lot you're picking from yeah if you're filling in like a couple pieces here and there but they're re revamping this whole roster the defense is returning 52 percent of the production they had a year ago that's 90th in the nation there's 133 FBS teams they are 90th in terms of what they're bringing back on defense that's not good okay I'm, I'm gonna take a shot here tomorrow night 
Pasadena. Let's take a shot. A shootout in Pasadena. Coastal Carolina. This is a team you used to love, and I'm surprised you don't have a play on this because I'm going to take the 14 and a half with Coastal. UCLA. First off, Grayson McCall, best quarterback of the group of five. One of the best in D1, frankly. Very efficient. 77 touchdowns for Grayson McCall. Eight interceptions. Think about that. 77 to 8. Coastal's won 31 games their last three seasons. Their top three wide receivers are back. Beasley's a stud at running back. And Chip Kelly, a little surprised here. I know the quarterbacks are going to split time, but he's going to start Ethan Garbers. I'm not being disrespectful to Ethan, but he ain't any good. Uh, It's a very good offensive line, good running backs, but the defense is horrific. You could start Coastal. They gave up 32 points per last year, and UCLA struggled Uh, given up close to 29 points per. This is a team under Kelly that struggled against the group teams. Remember, at home in L.A. last year, had to score late to beat South Alabama two years ago, lost to Fresno. As a matter of fact, they lost two straight years to Fresno. So again, not necessarily a winner here. We're showing 15 and a half. The market has adjusted. I'll take the hook off of 14. So I'll take 14 and a half with Coastal. And by the way, you want to have some fun. It's going to be a high scoring game. You can go over the 66 and a half. Well, it's a veteran Coastal team that's been through it, right? Like the only thing that's different for them this year is that their new head coach is Tim Beck and Jamie Chadwell got a new gig at Liberty. And through the years, they've been a covering machine. They've been a team that you can trust week in and week out. I like having a guy with experience at quarterback. And with UCLA, so we talked about Billy Napier being a guy that maybe can't do, needs to do more with less. Chip Kelly is a guy who has more, who I think always wants to prove he can do more with less. And he might be getting too cute with his quarterback uh, battle this year. So he went with the less talented guy. I could absolutely see Coastal going in and... Uh, covering this point spread veteran team, a lot of experience. The only reason Grayson McCall is not at a bigger program right now is word on the street is he didn't have the academics to transfer. That's all. Yo, you like, you like those, you like the teal. Love the Coastal's teal. has got some sweet unis. I don't know what a Chanticleer is, but I know I want one. What do you say? What'd you call it? Chanticleer. Chanticleer. You just said it differently. Try, try the third time. One, two, three, go. Chanticleer. Drew Butler, former Georgia NFL punter, and he likes to get down. He joins us next here. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Chanticleer. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. 
Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.